This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. What do Russians know about their government's war with Ukraine? What do they think about it? And how are they affected by it? Those simple questions are difficult to answer. Russia has limited communications and punished those who speak frankly. But a woman in Moscow has agreed to talk with us about her experience. Her first name is Anastasia. We're not using her last name because she's concerned about potential consequences of speaking out. She has a friend who learned the risks firsthand. One of my friends, she just wrote something in social media and uh, she has her like image in that media and then she was found by that image in metro because there are cameras there so basically they found her and uh, she got arrested for a few days and was she ultimately released or charged with a crime what happened uh she was charged with some sum of money but uh, it was not a pleasant experience at all of course and uh, yeah How has your daily life changed since the war began? There are so many feelings every day. You feel angry, you feel frustrated. Uh, You can't work or you can't focus on anything, especially uh, in the very beginning. It was just just frustration and um, not knowing what has just happened and what will be next. And apart from that, I mean... uh, My routine didn't change much, but I have some issues with my work, with my flat, big uh, stuff in my life that was a fundamental one. What has the war meant for your job? I understand you work for an international company. Yeah, and we produce some like essential goods, I would say. But currently it's just uh, (laughs) all under question because our company have recently announced that they want to sell their business in Russia. Wow. What would that mean for you? We still have uh, like our salaries until the end of the year. So, I mean, uh, by the end of the year, it uh, will somehow change and probably like the new owner or good like, um, I forget the word, like... Uh, like lay people, people off, you mean? Yes, yes, that's exactly. Would you ever consider leaving Russia? Yes. I mean, I thought about it before, but when it started, it was like my first thought that I need to leave right now. And I was pretty worried that uh, the borders will be closed. Uh, and I still mm. worry about it. And And was your thought, I need to leave because of financial consequences of sanctions or the risk of being locked up if you criticize the war or just a moral position? Like, where did that come from? I mean, it was uh, all of these uh, thoughts because, honestly, in the first days, it was mostly because uh, of my moral position, I guess, because of you feel, like, trapped in Russia. You see all these policemen, you see all these new laws and how they try to tell you how to live, how to breathe, what to say. They closed all like media, they closed Instagram, Facebook, and you just started to feel like you're removed from all the world. You remind me of some analysis I saw early in the war that said Vladimir Putin is destroying two countries, Ukraine and Russia. Does it feel that extreme? In my opinion, 
no one can get anything from the wall because it's like just what what can you get as a person from it? You can only get hurt and get worse uh, because of it. So yes, our ordinary life is changed dramatically and also the perspective living in Russia, even like from an ordinary person's standpoint is not a good one because yeah, all these economical uh, consequences, they will be drastic. I, I am sure about it. Is there anything you would like Americans to know about what it's like to be in Russia right now? It's uh, really essential to understand that a lot of people, uh, they do not support uh, our government. They also feel trapped from both sides, I guess, uh, because here you just in a constant fear because if you say something or do something, you can be arrested or like your family could be hurt. So it's really <laughs> sad. And Ukrainian people is, there are a lot of our friends or relatives somehow. So it's not like uh, they're total strangers and there are so much hate and it's, it's, it's dreadful. Anastasia, thank you for speaking with us about your experience. You're welcome. She lives and works in Moscow. This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with its original podcast on investing. Each week, you'll get thoughtful, in-depth analysis of both the stock and the bond markets. Listen today and subscribe at schwab.com slash on investing or wherever you get your podcasts. Support for NPR and the following message come from Rosetta Stone, the perfect app to achieve your language learning goals no matter how busy your schedule gets. It's designed to maximize study time with immersive 10-minute lessons and audio practice for your commute. Plus, tailor your learning plan for specific objectives like travel. Get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off and unlimited access to 25 language courses. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. All that sitting and swiping, your body is adapting to your technology. Learn how and what you can do about it. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated. Once I started realizing what a difference these little bricks were making, there's no turning back for me. Take NPR's Body Electric Challenge. Listen to the series wherever you get your podcasts.